Amen. You may be seated in the presence of a holy God. Amen. Amen. We thank the Lord for being in the service this morning. We thank the Lord for the first Sunday of November. I am thankful for Elder Joanne Taylor and for communion. Thank you, Lord, and for all the men that participated and our youth. Amen. Amen. We're just glad to be here this morning. And, um, of course, this morning we're going to be starting a new series, but we're just only going to lay the foundation today. We're only going to lay the foundation today. And the reason why we're starting a new series um, is because of our new declaration card. Amen. Amen. So. I want to start by saying good morning to all covenant partners, visitors, and friends that are here this morning. I want to say good morning to all of our SoundCloud listeners, and I'm going to ask you to please get your Bibles, pens, and pads, as we're only going to lay the foundation this morning. Amen? Amen. And I wore no watch today, so <laughs> what time? <laughs> okay, baby, thank you. Just do this when we get to about 12, okay? All right, thank you. All right. Now, if we're going to label our journals and if we're going to label SoundCloud this morning, we're going to be talking about the empowered life. We're going to be talking about the empowered life, and we're going to deal with this until the Lord says that's enough. Amen? And we just want to say because of our declaration, this is all connected to our declaration. And when you get your declaration card, you're going to notice something on there that I had not yet said. There is a scripture on there, and we're probably briefly going to go over it this morning. But as you know, 2024 is rapidly approaching. And we know that spiritually it came in in September. Amen. And so the Lord gave us in June the declaration for 2024, and it is 2024, the year of the restart. Now, when I first heard that, I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, I, you didn't see me do it. It just flew out my mouth on, in June on one of the Sundays. And I got home. I said, Lord, what is restart? You know, because you're trying to understand. Okay. So he gave me the understanding, and, and I looked it up and everything. So 2024, the year of the restart, a fresh new beginning in my life. Amen. I tell you, that, that sits with me. That sits with me, a fresh new beginning in my life, in my serving and my giving. This year, Jesus Christ will restore my years, my health, and prosper me financially. 2024 is the year of restoration, healing, and increase in my life, my home, my church, and my children's lives. And then the scripture is going to be Daniel 2, 20 through 22. Amen. So don't forget today, pick up one of your, pick up a declaration card. Be at the information booth. Amen. So the Lord has been talking to me and talking to me and talking to me and giving me a series of messages to go with the declaration. And so the first thing he dropped in my spirit was the word, an empowered life. And I thought about that. I said, well, Lord, with everything that is going on, we as believers need to continue in an empowered life because there's so much going on and there's so much pressure and there's so many things coming up against us. We need to stay in that path of the empowerment. So that's what we're going to talk about this morning. We're just going to give you a few little things to go with it. And 
This is what he told me to use. There were two prophetic words that the Lord had given me. And they've been in my journal for some time. I love them, but I didn't think, you know. And he told me, he says, I want you to go get that journal. And I want you to get those two prophetic words that I gave you. And I want you to put that with the message this morning, the empowered life. Now, mind you, these were given in February 2017. And I've been declaring them and declaring them and going over them. But the Lord told me, he says, I want you to use these. So the Holy Spirit of Christ spoke to me and said, in order to have an empowered life, one must be connected to a power source. And I said, oh, okay, Lord. He says, you need a source greater than yourself. Okay? Too many times we're trying to do stuff out of our own selves and our own power, our own intellect. That's not going to work. It's not going to move anything. Then he told me, he says, the source of an empowered life is being committed to the king's domain. So right quick, what is the king's domain? That's his kingdom, and the domain is his territory, okay? But I really like this portion. It says under one ruler. Huh? Not five gods, not three gods, not two and six gods, not you being the god of yourself, because we got a lot of folk, they go to church, but they still the god of themselves. Amen. Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. You're going you're gonna to do it your way no matter what. You'll read the scripture and you say, oh, that sounds so wonderful. But, <coughs> but, no, we want to be connected to the source that's greater than ourselves. And to some of you, this might sound like, you know what? I feel you. You're saying, I already know that. Well, why aren't you doing it? We get so, so, I mean, I'm like, wow, why aren't you doing it? Why don't I see an empowered life? <laughs> oh, God. And that, let me tell you something about an empowered life. An empowered life does not mean things are not going to come your way. An empowered life does not mean we're not going to face some situations. An empowered life does not mean that there are not going to be situations that are bigger than us. Amen. Sometimes knock us down. Amen. Yeah. Shine for me, Lord. The Holy Spirit says, if we want our lives empowered, we must be connected to the power source. The word power means, listen at this. The word power means rights, authority, privileges, and miracles. So all of that sums up to if we're going to have a life of success. Now, there's something about that word success. Success is the fulfillment of a divine purpose. It's the fulfillment. Doesn't mean I get halfway there and I don't make it. It doesn't mean that I'm pushed back to the point I never get to where I need to be, never get what I'm going after. I never attain, attain it. That's not what that means. Amen. So my life of success is going to be filled. Your life of success will be filled with rights, authority, privileges, and I like this, and miracles. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. What is a miracle? A miracle is a divine intervention of God into your life. 
But get, get this. Wait, 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 wait. Everybody puts miracles over here. They say, well, my life shouldn't be filled with miracles every day. Why? Why not? When, listen, listen. When success is the fulfillment of divine purpose, guess what? Divine purpose is a God-purposed life. So you want to live a God-purposed life, which is a successful life. It is a life where you have rights, authority, privileges, and miracles going on. Amen? Amen. Because the Lord never intended for those who believe on him to live in this fallen world and be brought under by it. This is what 2024 is going to be all about. This is what 2024 is going to be all about. Whether or not we're going to be living that God-purposed life. And I'm talking about everything that comes up against you to be shamed, belittled, put underfoot. And I'm not talking about it doesn't have to happen in a second or a minute. I'm talking about eventually, whether it's six months, a year, you get the victory. You get the victory. Why? Because you're living a God-purposed life. Because God is with you. Now, I don't know about you, but I love to read my Bible. And I see nobody in here that lived a life. Okay, King David said this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. King David said, I have been young. Now I'm old. But I've never seen the righteous, the righteous, the righteous, the righteous forsaken. Eh, no, his seed begging bread. Now, what, what is that? What is that? And that King David wrote, he said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Nor their seed begging bread. Lord, I th- I'm, I'm going for it. Look, look, look. You know how when, when people are going after something, they say, well, if I got to go by myself, just Jesus and me. I'm, I don't know. Come on, church. I'm going for it. Amen. I've seen victories in my life. I've seen the devil come up against me and God bring him down. Amen. And sometimes it looked like the devil winning. No way. He can't win. So, Lord, I want to stay, first of all, connected to the power source. Lord, I want to stay connected to the source that's greater than me. Okay? Go to John chapter 1. We got to have some scripture. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. We going for it. I'm going for it. 2024. Thank you, Lord. John chapter 1, and would you please look at verse 12. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And it reads, but as many as received him, to them gave he what? And power is what? Rights, privileges, authority, and miracles. So let, let let me just say this. Can I say this, please? But as many as received him. So first of all, we got to receive the word of God. Amen. Amen. We got to receive it. We got to believe it. Glory to God. But it says as many as received him, to them gave he rights, privileges, authority, 
Come on now. And miracles to become what? The sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Is that in your word? So everything happens by the Lord when we receive him. Everything happens by the will of God and the power of God when we receive him. He that cometh to God must first believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently go after him. I don't know. I'm going after it. I know the world done taught us it don't take all that. Oy, but guess what? You know, have you noticed the world goes diligently after what they want? But yet they want to tell the church, no, that's too much. That's overbearing. It don't take all that. Well, wait a minute. If you can go headlong in what you're going for, why can't I? Amen. I promise you, I'm, I'm going for the gusto. <laughs> I'm not leaving no stone unturned. Go to Galatians. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. God going to do it, too. Let me say that. I think I need to say that, too. Oh, he going to do it. Amen. I say he going to do it. Amen. I say he going to do it. Amen. I know he going to do it because his word say he going to do it. Amen. I know he going to do it because that's the declaration for 2024. Amen. He going to do it. Galatians chapter 4, verse 4. It says, but when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law to redeem them, to redeem them that were under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because you are a son, God has sent forth the spirit of his son. What did he give us? The spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Okay. He says, wherefore, you're no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, here it is, if you're a son, then you're an heir of God through Christ. Somebody say, I'm an heir. I'm an heir. Say, I'm an heir. I'm an heir. Do you know what it means to be a son or a daughter? That means the same DNA that is in God. Oh, I'm going there. Because I can prove it this morning because it's written in the word. I'm going to go there. The same DNA that's in God, in Christ, is in us. Ooh, what's she talking Oh, Lord, that pastor, what's she talking about? Okay, come on, let's go. Go to Romans. I'm going to show you. It's in there. Matter of fact, please go to Romans. The 12th chapter. No, no, no. Uh-uh, that's not what. Okay, here it is, Romans the 8th chapter. Here it is. Let's go there. It's in my notes, but we, we're going to go right now. <laughs> okay, go to Romans the 8th chapter. And I want to start reading, please, at the 10th verse. Somebody, before we get started, just say, somebody say, the same DNA, the same DNA that's, in God, that's in God through Christ, through Christ is, in me. is in me. Say the word, say so. The word say so. Here it is. It says in Romans 8 and 10, if, and if Christ be in you, and if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, 
but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Is that in your Bible? Okay. I tell you what. Yeah. 11 verse. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall, shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Do, do you see that? Mm. If Christ be in you. Say, my body is dead. Oh, come on, you got to believe that. The body is dead because of what? Sin. Why? Because sin touched all dirt. Sin touched all of the earth. But then it comes and tells us, but if you have the spirit of Christ, which came at the day of your salvation in you, that's what? Life. Do you understand whose spirit this is that came? It is the spirit of God. It is the nature of God. His spirit is his nature. So therefore, the same DNA that's in God through Christ is in you. Woo! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Say, the spirit of Christ is quickening my mortal body. That word quicken means to make alive. It means to make alive. Thank you, Jesus. I'm alive to the things of God. Look what it says in the 12th verse. Therefore, brethren and sisters, you are not debtors. You are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if we live after the flesh, we shall die. But if we through the spirit do modify the deeds of the body, we shall live. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now, let me tell you what that means. Wait a minute. I know what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm led. It means he's leading you from the inside out. It means you're not telling him what to do. He's literally leading you from the inside out. And because God is his word, it's his word leading us. But notice what it says, as many as are led by the spirit of God, as many as are led by the nature of God, they are the sons and daughters, not the people that are being led by their flesh. Because you got to be born again. You got to be born again from above. Once you are born again, the spirit of the Lord comes to begin to lead and guide you. Yeah. Yeah. Bah, 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 bah. Shay. Oh, Lord. What did Jesus say in, in John? He says, and the spirit, the 15th chapter, he says, and the spirit shall be with you and in you. Isn't that what it said? He going to be with you and in you. At the time of salvation, who led you to Get saved. It was the spirit of God. It was a spirit. You didn't do that on your own. Our nature is fallen before we get saved. We don't, we don't, your nature didn't want to do anything right. So it took the spirit of God. Jesus said, except the father draw you, can't no man come to me. So everybody in here, you were drawn by the spirit of God. That's how you made it there. That's how you got where you are. But at the time of your salvation, the spirit of the Lord remained with you. Hey, I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. It remained with you. Because Jesus said it. He said it. He said the spirit will be with you, but it's also going to be in you. So when you get the infilling of the Holy Ghost, when you start speaking in tongues, it means he got it.
about that club. You know, thank you, baby. Uh, anyway, I'm gone. <laughs> you know you need to be saved. You know you need to come out the club. You know you need to stop drinking. You know you need to stop doing drugs. You know you need to stop sleeping with men. They ain't your husband. You know you need to stop sleeping with them women. That ain't your wife. You know you need to come out from uncleanliness unto holiness. And holiness is not a long dress. Holiness is not nappy-headed. You know, I wear my hair any way I want to wear it, but that ain't holiness. Holiness means I'm separated unto the Lord. It's like I'm a fine piece of china. I belong to God. I'm at his disposal. He can use me anytime, anywhere. Because why? I'm separated unto him. I'm living holy. Okay? So the Holy Ghost had to draw me. So one day I woke up and I said, you know what? I'm going to church. I'm going to obey this drawing. See, at that time we didn't know what it was. So we said this voice talking to us. You know, but now we've been in church a long time. We know it's the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is the Spirit of God who is Jesus Christ. So I get up. I go to church. And it gets stronger now because now I'm in a place where the word is going forth. The word is being preached. And now I feel this tug. So when the preacher said, does anybody want to be saved? Does any? And it's like, get up, get up. The preacher ain't really telling me it's the Holy Ghost. It's the spirit of Christ. Why? Because he's drawing me. He's drawing me. He said, get up, get up. And we sit there long as we can. And we say, oh, Lord, somebody go, oh, Jesus, somebody going to see me. But after a while, we get, com- we get confidence. And we say, wait a minute. Uh-uh. And we go down front. And the angels in heaven start clapping. And Jesus stand up and look over the banister. And we begin to go through the sinner's prayer. The Holy Ghost still with us. The Spirit of Christ still with us. Uh-huh. And they say, now, go, let's go through the sinner's prayer. And don't forget you got to be baptized. That's what y'all going to do today. You're going to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. See, a lot of people don't like that because they want to go back to Matthew where it says, uh, and he said, be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Well, one night God gave me the revelation of that. He gave me the revelation of that. He said, and a father is not a name. I said, what? He said, uh, son is not a name. I said, what? I said, okay. He said, the Holy Ghost is not a name. He said, my name is Jesus. And you can't take it from me because you weren't there at, 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 at 11 o'clock at night and I was reading the word and I was praying and the Lord spoke to me. He made it real to me. Yeah, that that's not a name. He said, I got a name. I am the father. I am the son. I am the Holy Ghost, but I have a name. And in the first chapter of Matthew, the angel told Mary, and you should call his name Jesus because he's going to save his people from their sins. So I, I, I went through the sinner's prayer. I went down in the name of Jesus. Woo, hallelujah. It's nothing like it. It's nothing like it. It really does wash away all your sin, all your iniquities, all your transgression. Now, the Holy Spirit's still with me. He's still with me. But I had to learn how to open up and yield to him in order for him to get in me. Oh, they don't like that. 
Because somebody told you, baby, you got it when you got sick. Mm-mm. He got to get in you. You see, when he gets in you, it opens up the realm of the spirit. It open, it's the gateway to spiritual matters. Okay? A lot of times people, they can understand some things in the word, but they can't go deep in the word. You ever heard somebody say, "Woo, that was a deep message. And then other places you go and you say, that was a good message. And it was. All of the word is good. But the Lord says we're to go from glory to glory to glory to glory. There are levels in God. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God I wasn't afraid. I didn't let the naysayers talk me out of it. I tear it at home. I tear it at the bowling alley. I tear it in the car. I, te- mm. I just kept calling on Jesus once I found out. Hey, they say you just call his name. What does the word of God say? They that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So salvation is not just from sin. Salvation is safety, deliverance, healing, health, and wholeness, prosperity, and preservation. They that call upon the name of Jesus Christ shall be have safety, deliverance, healing, health, and wholeness, uh, prosperity, and preservation. I'm so glad. And then I had sense enough to ask him, Lord, because that's what he wants. He wants that relationship. I said, Lord, I said, all these people keep saying you need the Holy Ghost. Do I really have to? And I asked him just, you know, you can talk to the Lord. I said, Lord, do I really have to speak in tongues? What is this tongues? But I was sincere about it. You know, some people, they talk about they pray. They do this two-minute thing. I prayed every minute, every second, every because I, I was hungry. I wanted to know. Then the Lord started dealing with me in dreams. And he showed me, speaking in this unknown language. I said, oh. I said, okay. Okay, Lord. So I'm going to seek you until I get that. Make a long story short, I sought him. One summer, I closed in. I didn't do anything but go to work, come home, take care of my family, cook, clean. That was it. No TV. No. I sought after the Lord. I would go in this one room and pray. Shut the door. I let my family know I'm going to close in for the afternoon because I wanted it just that bad. See, we don't do that no more because the world done told us and the naysayers done told us it don't take all that. Sometimes it does. You know why? Because this break through your flesh. Didn't he just tell us in Romans? He said the body is what? Dead. And the flesh don't want to do right. He said the spirit is willing. The flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. What he want to do is give you power. I said what he want to do is give you power. So today when you go down in the name of Jesus Christ to be baptized, what you're going to hear is this. By the power of the Holy Spirit, we now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. 
Well, why do we say it like that? We say it like that because it's in the word like that. Now, a lot of you here, you got baptized and then you got the Holy Ghost. Some of you came here and you got the Holy Ghost through the power of laying on of hands. Some of you got the service went up so high. God filled you with the Holy. You just went to speaking. So stop lying, liars. Uh, that ain't for the day. Uh, yeah, I, I've, I've seen it over. Up in here. Over here. I've seen it over and over and over. I got one of my children got the Holy Ghost in my belly. That's another story. Mm-hmm. It was Elizabeth. And the Bible said, it's in the Bible. That John leaped in her womb. At that moment, John was filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hey! No, you can't take it from me. I'm not going to let you take it from me. My experiences are my experiences. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. I'm not crazy. I'm not out of my mind. I know exactly what I'm doing. The Bible said he that's speaking in an unknown tongue, speaking unto God for edification. Hello. But he that's speaking unto men, they speak, yes, for edification. But when I speak in the spirit, I'm stirring myself up and I'm talking to God. So it's all right. I know what I'm saying because I'm going to come right back and preach this word to you in a known language. I know, I know, I know. I know God is a good God. I say, I know God is a good God. Let's go on. What he says? 13th verse, 14th verse. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Uh, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself bear witness with our spirits that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may uh, be also glorified together. Now, a lot of people get that suffering mixed up. They think it means I don't have anything. I'm poor, pitiful. Woe is me. The devil beating me down. He getting the victory. That's not the suffering. The suffering is where I stand when the, while the world is laughing at me. That's the suffering. I'm being, I'm being uh, attacked because of my belief. Uh-huh. But yet I got food on the table. I got something to drive, baby. Hey, I got money in the bank. Hello. That here. Come on now. Oh, Lord, have mercy. See, the suffering is, is because I'm being, I'm being, they come up against you because of your testimony. Come on. And because of what you stand for. Hey, hey, it's because I believe that God is a healer. I believe that the Lord is a deliverer. I believe that the Lord is a provider. I believe, hallelujah, that God is God all by himself, and he's a God of power. Well, what now you know what that means when they tell you what God is a God of power. It means he's a God of rights, privileges, authority, miracles in your life. It's high tide now. It's happening here. Yes, Lord. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
Thank you, Jesus. Say, the Spirit is with me. And if I've sought for him, he in me. So now if he's not in me yet, he's still with me. And I'm here today. Say, he drew me here. Say, yes, yeah, somebody asked me to come, but it's really the Holy Spirit. So I can hear the word today. That I can get an understanding today. That I need to go a little further. And it's all right. I'm still saved. He just want to empower me. So I'll have power over the devil. What did the Bible say? He said, behold, I give unto you power. But now you know what it means. Jesus said, behold, I give unto you rights, privileges, authority, and miracles to tread on serpents and scorpions. That's de demons that are in the earth. Oh, don't let the naysayers fool you, baby. That, it's demonic forces out here. He said, so you can tread on scorpions, serpents, and over all the, oh, hold, hold on, hold on. So you can tread over all the power of the enemy. Wait a minute, you mean the devil got power? So you can tread over his rights, privileges, authority, and miracles. Now, if you've never read the book of Revelation, then you're not going to understand this. The book of Revelation says that in that day, the devil going to do miracles. And those that are deceived going to believe his miracles. Don't you remember when Jesus walked the earth in the Bible and they told Jesus, they said, you cast out demons by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. But Jesus said, I'm going to give you power, saints. Power over all the power of the enemy. Uh, you got some rights, some privileges, some authority, and some miracles. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the word. So that devil been fooling me. Oh, you don't believe me. Go to Luke. Come on, I got, wait, what time? Don't forget to raise that hand, baby. All right, now. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Y'all shouldn't have let me get loose. Wait a minute. I was trying to be nice. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to Luke chapter 10. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Luke 10, verse 19. And the Lord says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, you really want it? Go to verse 20. Notwithstanding in this rejoice not that the spirits uh -huh, are subject unto you. That means I can let that devil plague me as long as I want to. But the Bible said, Jesus said, I gave you power. Woo! He said, hey, and the spirits, what kind of spirit? Evil spirits, demonic spirits, forces of darkness are subject unto you. Why unto you? Because of the name of Jesus Christ. 
because of the name of Jesus. It's not our name. It's not our name. It's his name. For God had highly exalted him and given him a name that's above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee going to bow. Uh-huh. In the heaven, under the earth, in the earth. Every tongue going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. When you going to start using the name? Power. Power. See, this, we, oh, we like this. We like it. 2024, they're going to all run up there and buy it. You know what I'm saying? They're going to buy the bookmark. Uh-huh. And they're going to take it home, and they think the bookmark is magic. It means I'm to decree and declare it in my atmosphere. 2024, the year of the restart. A fresh new beginning in my life, in my serving, and my giving. This year, Jesus Christ. You know why we had to put Christ on there? Because that is not his last name. Christ means anointed. It means the anointing. It means the burden moving, yoke destroying, power of God. So he will restore my years, my health, and prosper me financially. Oh, my God. 2024, the year of restoration, healing, and increase in my life, my home, my church, and my children's lives. Daniel 2.20. Can, can we go to Daniel 2.20? I'm going to close. She's going to raise her hand in just a minute. And I'm going to let you go home. I know you said, ooh. I'm saying, ooh, too. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Yay! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Stop letting that devil beat you up. Stop it. Get up and use the name of Jesus. Get up and use the Holy Ghost power. Get up and use the rights that Jesus has given you through redemption. Stop it. Get it. Look. Look at your neighbor. Say, join the warfare. Say, stop running. And get on over in the stand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm coming there. I'm getting there. All right. Look at Daniel 2.20. And the Lord gave me this to put on there. Listen at this. It says, Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. Look at this. I love it. And he changed the times and the seasons. He removed kings and set up kings. He gave wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. He revealed the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness and the light dwelleth with him. I thank thee and praise thee, O thy God of my fathers, who has given me wisdom and might. And has made known unto me now what we desired of thee. For thou hast now made known unto us the king's matter. Do you see verses 21? This is what Jesus does. He changes what? The times, the seasons. He removes kings and set up kings. He gives wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. He reveals the deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness. Somebody say, oh, God knows what's in the darkness. He knows what's coming before he get there. And he's not a... a, 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 a a selfish God, he's willing to share with those who come after him. 
So when he told me to write this, he says, make sure you put that on there, Daniel 2, 20 through 22. And I went to laughing. He said, because I need them to understand I'm God and I can change seasons. He said, so if they have any doubt in their mind, they got the word to stand on. I can change times. I can change. But see, here's the problem. You want to nestle up under everybody and everything but the arms of God. That's what I'm seeing right now. You want to nestle up under everything but the arms of God. Jesus said, I am he that provides all your needs. But you said, I will tomorrow. See, he keep calling for you. And, call, and I know what you're saying. Why do we say that? Let me go. Why do we say, I'm close as I, I am close? Really? When God tell me to come up, I know I need to come up. Ain't no sense in me standing in the face of God talking about, I'm already up, ain't a Lord. I'm already close to you as I can get, ain't a Lord. No. When he said come up, he mean come up. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Yes, he's in the house. Yes, Lord. Through the power of redemption, the scripture says we receive the adoption of sons and we are heirs of God. Those who have by the new birth, the nature of sons of God shall also have the inheritance. Somebody say, I got his nature because I received his spirit. And with that came the inheritance. You do know what that means, don't you? Everything God owns, you own. I know that's a lot, right? The Christian is an heir of God through Christ. All that God has is yours by faith. Somebody said, ooh, faith. The word says faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So what's happening right now? Faith cometh. Who is faith coming to? You and me. You and me. So that means faith cometh. Because I'm hearing the word. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Not by fables. Uh-huh. So I'm hearing the word. I'm getting full of faith. I'm getting full of God. So when I walk out of here, if that devil re up his ugly head, just take a moment. Take a deep breath and say, Satan, I heard the word today. You are a liar and there's no truth in you. And I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. I command this foolishness to stop, to cease in Jesus' name. You know, now, I don't, I don't normally do that in front of people unless you get really crazy. Then I have to get crazy. And I didn't have people acting a fool and I just I mean it just came out <laughs> I bind you devil in the name of Jesus Christ shut up right they be like what 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 that mean what that mean uh, 
I don't do it too often. You got to get real crazy. But it works. I'm trying to tell you, it works. It works. 2024, it's going to be awesome. You thought 2023, you know, 2023 was the year of living in the completed work of Jesus Christ. And Lord knows we needed the completed work of Jesus Christ. All the stuff that has happened this year. But see, we're getting ready for an election year. We're getting ready for changes. We're getting ready for the changeover. And God is saying, I don't want you to go in 2024 without knowing what I'm going to do this year. What I'm willing to do for you. But I need your faith up there. I need you to believe me. That I'm the all-powerful, all-knowing, omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient God. I'm God Almighty. How many of you believe that God hates you this morning? Thank you. Because he doesn't. God loves his people. Now, I'm going to say something. God loves the sinner, but here's the love for the sinner. He wants them to repent, change their thinking, turn, and let's go in another direction. And he loves his people. He, what does he want for his people? He wants the sinner to change his ways and come on, get closer to him. He wants his people to rise up and start believing who he is in you. Now, that devil not getting the best of me. Now, hold up. I didn't say he might not get the best of your neighbor because I don't know how your neighbor believing. Y'all don't went too far now. How you go, even the Bible said that. How are we going to go into another man's house and usurp authority? You can't because then you're going to deal with their will. But God said at least you, the ones who are under the word, your will ought to be down to me. Hello? I'm talking about, the, no, the devil's not going to walk all over me. He's not going to get the best of me. He's not going to beat me. He might think he's beating me, but he really not. Because, you know, sometimes I play dead. <laughs> I act just as stupid. What? What'd you say? And you think you get, oh, boy, I'm winning. I'm winning. And then after a while, you look and you say, oh, my God. I thought she was down for the count. Mm-mm. Because I'll let you think you're winning. I'll help you out. The scripture says, be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. So sometimes you got to use a little wisdom. You know, most people want to be the big whatever all the time. But I've learned down through the years, I don't have to be. My God is. So if you think you're winning, go ahead, baby. I'm, I'm finna close. It's where we at, baby? All right. I'm like the tortoise in the hat. You know, he be. My child be telling me at home, stop acting like you old. I say, I ain't old. I ain't old, baby. After a while, God says, straighten up. Walk. Let's go. And they'd be like, wait a minute, I thought, I thought we had knocked out for good this time. Who is that? What? Ain't knocked out. Not knocked out. 
We are victorious. We are successful. We are the children of the Most High God. Give the Lord praise. Thank you, baby.